welcome back to Try Not To Die. I'm your DM, your dangerous maneuver, Noah Perito, and I'm here with our lone hero. Look who the kobolds dragoned in. It's me, Lisa (laughs) Condemi, a.k.a. Gorgonzola. Wow, Pikmin really did drag you in there. Well, everyone, make sure you, you know, are safely inside of your bubble. It's time to roll on over to the recap. <laughs> Last time, Gorgonzola and her motley crew faced off against Rhymeworm Burgeis, leader of Frigidich's forces atop an abandoned dwarven tower. Though Zola thought she had the upper hand, a well-placed bead of force caught the entire party within an unbreakable bubble. Rather than give in to the white-scaled Chromatica, Erza and Zola began a hamster ball rampage to buy themselves some time to come up with a real counterattack when the bubble dispelled. Successfully running out the clock, Zola finally let the shard help, and though it was a bloody battle, our heroes managed to overcome the forces of the Chromatica, sending Rhymeworm tumbling off the tower, and all but one kobold scattered to the winds. After seeing that Rhymeworm had survived and escaped the fall, the group turned to this final kobold, Pikament, to guide them through the icy peaks to Frigidich's lair so they could sow the seeds of disloyalty. Entirely concerned with self-preservation, the kobold promised to guide them to this lord so they could speak with her, scouting for traps while the group settled on exploiting the tenuous relationship between the two dragon lords slash former lovers. <laughs> it's such an odd thing for me to say. Days of our lives. Days of our lives, baby. Uh, settling on using the flail Rhymeworm left and a clone of the shard's body. The shard's magic mostly worked this episode. Hooray! The group planned on bartering for information on Anacra, potentially even aligning themselves with the White Dragon to infiltrate the other Lord's Horde. Deciding to avoid rest so Rhymeworm didn't get ahead, the group arrived at the icy peak where Frigidich's lair was hidden, climbing up to find an icy grave for the few other travelers and worshippers who were unlucky enough to find themselves inside. Barred from the Dragonlord by an icy wall, the group sent Bickament and Stilton ahead to give word of their arrival and intent. And that is where we are right now. Uh Wow, what a fun. Um, Erza and our hero are on this other side of an icy barrier. Erza is taking a moment while you warg into Stilton to use her wild magic ability to imbue you with more magic. um, Because, you know, you're down on some slots and she's trying to get in touch with this. You can't hear her since you are warged into Stilton, but you feel her hand touch yours as a pulse of magic flows through you. You get, uh, if you have two empty level three slots, those are both, um, or you can do- um, I actually only have used up my first levels. Oh, then essentially some first levels. you can get three first level backs Amazing. because it, uh, she rolled four, three, and two on a quote unquote D3, Incredible. AKA a D4 plus a reroll. I got my two threes, my three twos, And I got three ones, baby. Here we go. Going in with some solid spell slots. Meanwhile, Stilton and Bickament crawl through a small, no wider than two feet tunnel of blue ice. The only sound is the wind outside and their little clawed feet scratching quietly against the frost. You, working into the little pied weasel, you watch as the white kobold stops about halfway through this tunnel um, and then turns and kind of whispers over their shoulder. How do I introduce you, little rat? Uh, do you say anything through Stilton? Oh, Stilton will so. Stilton will babble as you say it, but you okay. can be like Stilton. Say this is how I want us announced. Um, a dwarf and an orc have arrived with a business proposition. Stilton puts a finger up to hear the message and then goes, "Apple." 
And then Bickerman goes, Cow rat it is! Now hold yourself with some grace! You're about to meet a dragon lord! Uh, and the little kobold scampers forward. You see, you don't see, but you feel still in like snarl a little bit out of frustration. Um, and you guys enter into the other side of this giant cave, this larger chamber behind the icy wall. The other side of the frozen barrier is like nothing you could have ever predicted. Gems, gold, weaponry, chests, crates, barrels of treasure frozen in heaps against the walls. Across from this massive ice barrier, you see that nestled amongst some stalactites of the cavern ceiling is what looks to be a giant hornet's nest made of sharp blue-white ice. A frosty fog spills off the coldest sections of the room, particularly around that area, and the little light has been reflected off of these crystalline structures, making the treasure kind of glitter like a sky of stars underneath the ice. It is marvelous, truly an unbelievable amount of wealth being hoarded here. You feel faint thinking about what Anacra's vault might hold, briefly considering how he may feel if he found out such treasure was being secreted away up here. Through Still End, you gaze upon this space with a mixture of awe and anxiety, but you don't see Frigidich yet. All you do see is a single figure, a frozen statue of Rhymeworm Burgeis, head lowered in reverence, accepting his fate. Is there anything you want to tell Still End to do or not do in this moment? <sighs> this oh, is essentially Lord. like seconds, like this is... You have a moment now that you've seen the space. You're welcome to take a look, or even if you wanted to be like, still in bolt, <laughs> like I would accept that as well. <laughs> this would be the time to do that, essentially. Um, I guess still in just uh look around and try and take in any other like like my little uh paramilitary figure, take in any other potential exits. Okay, give me a perception check. I believe you have to use the stats of Stilton. Yes, but Stilton has great perception. So oh let's yes. Check it out. Mm, but that rely on hearing or smell. Um could he do that animal wise or no? I mean you definitely could you'll get different information if you right. choose that sense. So I'll go with smell. 14. Stilton takes a big... Stilton sniff. <laughs> Stilton. Um, but it immediately burns his tiny little lungs. It's <gasps> so cold in here that it is the equivalent of taking like a deep breath right in the middle of winter. No. It is incredibly painful. And honestly, if Stilton wasn't a fake creature, you imagine that Stilton would die very quickly in no. here. It is so... Like, literally, there's steam coming off of areas, and that indicates that whatever this ice is, is even somehow colder than literally all the ice around you. Okay. So Stilton probably gathers that, if anything, Frigidich would be... If Frigidich is in this space, is probably in that hornet's nest. Right, and the nesting. space would be inhospitable to us. Really Correct. Okay. Yes, it would essentially not a long-term staying location. If yeah. you were to crash in there, you might have to, you might get a level of exhaustion the next morning. <laughs> but yeah, that's still in, just even on a 14 with a glance, um, there is a lot of treasure here. And mm -hmm. though the majority does look to be frozen and hard to see the details of, you do definitely notice a lot of jewels specifically, as noted, Frigidich and other white dragons really love jewelry. Um, and then some other kind of like interesting looking chests that are maybe not as deeply frozen, but 
still still frozen a bit you'd have to certainly do some excavation chipping away. Yes. <laughs> um so as you're kind of looking around there um you see bickerman kind of anxiously eyes the statue before turning towards the icy hornet's nest to speak and announce you but before he can open his little maw a voice echoes off the icy caverns multi-tonal high-pitched and ancient with a lower vibration underneath it all I knew I heard something on the wind. Why have you brought tiny folk into my domain? Bickamint glances over to Stilton nervously and then back to the nest. My queen! My beautiful, strong, independent queen! I throw myself down before you at your mercy! Uh, and you see, just absolutely falls prostrate on the ground, just like bowing. I tell Stilton to get down and start bowing too. Stilton, <laughs> a little bit begrudgingly, does the same. Um, still at this point, no frigidity. You just hear like echoing off the cavern walls. Okay. As Bickamit kind of recovers from this initial prostration, <laughs> um, he calls out again. I have captured, yes, captured the tiny folk when Rhymeworm failed. Gestures over to Rhymeworm. And they come bearing gifts. Yes, gifts. So I brought them here for you to see their gifts. And then they wanted do talk a bit about how wonderful you are and stuff. Yes. <laughs> still in eyeing Bickamint doing this the entire thing. With, like nod, still nod. Still nod. in really has to hide the emotion of we're so fucked. What is this stupid idiot doing? Um, but successfully does as the voice within the nest responds. You did all that. And you look up towards this icy nest and see movement from the inside. The transparent nature of the substance reveals that the darkness within it was merely the shadow of a colossal beast. Tentatively, this car-sized, white-scaled head, just the head, peers out and sniffs the air, like gritting her teeth. Range Rover, or like, like a, a Range Rover. Okay, so, uh, so <laughs> like really fucking or... <laughs> big. Um, yeah, just like one of those smart cars. <laughs> beep beep. Um, um, this massive white-scaled head with these burning, kind of frostbitten blue eyes, um, and she looks down towards the two of them. Wretched humanoids, nasty little. Pests infesting my mountains, bringing them into my home. Her head continues forward and crawling out from this hole, kind of clinging onto the nearby ice high above Stilton, you can now see her true size. Easily 75 feet long from tip to tail, covered in thick plated scales and bluish spikes, a monstrosity the likes of which you could have not ever imagined. Her black claws crack the ice as she holds on, almost like a bat crawling out. And now that you see her in her entirety, you know that there are patches of scales that have been permanently damaged, chipped, some healed to an extent, but many scars. You can give me a medicine check from Stilton's perspective. I'll I'll let you use your medicine stat because okay. Stilton is just looking and you're kind of doing this check via, huh, 
what's with those injuries? I know something about about animal injuries. (laughs) You've had to take care of many an animal on a farm. (laughs) I do think I have proficiency in medicine tricks. You definitely do. I think that was one of your early ones. Uh Oof, but I didn't roll very well, so it's a nine. A nine is going to tell you... That dragon got fucked up. That dragon got fucked up. You're not really sure (laughs) by what or, you know, to what degree, but it looks like even now at, like her most healed, she looks almost still injured in a way. And as she kind of almost limps out, you see she drops down from the crags, causing this huge, just ripple of force that kind of sends both Bickerman and still on a foot into the air and cracks the ice nearby where she landed. Um, on the other side of the wall of ice, even like though you're warred through still and you still can feel touch um, and you feel that vibration and Eritz's hands kind of holding you on the shoulders as you've clearly stumbled to an extent. Frigidich the Harsh approaches Bickerman and Stilton, the former still now prostrating again on the ice. Who is this little morsel? And Bickerman kind of looks uh, and then goes, I speak not the tongue of this strange creature, but I have deduced its name is Cowrat, and it is here as a representative of a dwarf and a half-orc. Um, and you see Frigidich kind of doesn't even really look at Bickamint this whole time. is kind of just eyeing Stilton. Hmm. Is there anything you want Stilton to do at this moment? Um, I think Stilton is just my little liaison. So he's like, he's literally appearing there to be like, hi, uh, you know, the, my parties would like to do business with you. Like, would you be willing to see them? Still in kind of hearing that intent through your mind goes And by the way you are so beautiful. And there is this long pause. Give me a persuasion check for Stilton. Okay. I don't know if Weasel has any sort of charisma. Uh minus four. Minus four. Four. Okay. <laughs> a, a rodent. <laughs> a, I will. Okay. I will tell you this. The goal is to get above a 10. Okay. He's a delicious morsel. He so is a delicious just, morsel. You know, be more interesting than his personality. Mm-hmm. The minus four in this case is because <sighs> Stillin is a delicious morsel. Please, Chris Stillin. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> a 16. So a 12. 12. That- <laughs> passes um you see that she (laughs) approaches and like stilton is so small in comparison to this creature where are the others and then kind of turns to bickerman who goes they're right on the other side of the wall m'lady i did not want to yeah, they couldn't get through. They're so weak (laughs) uh and you see frigidish looks towards the wall the rodent is a bit too small for a meal anyways. And her tail cracks out, and you see the wall explodes. I need you to give me a dexterity saving throw. Oh, Noah. <laughs> and roll one for Stilton as well. Okay. I'm going to roll with these icy gummy dye. <laughs> Ooh, here we go. This is for me. 
Nat 20. <laughs> you are going to take no damage as Fuck you yeah. literally dive backwards. Like, the moment you see through Stilton's eyes that her tail is cracking against the I ice. I see the explosion, like, you, a second beforehand. Literally, you, like, drop out of the warg and grab Erza as the wall of ice <laughs> collapses, showering you in ice shards. And now give me Stilton. Ooh. Stilton also rolled really, really well. Um, 21. 21 will also do no damage. So Stilton is just small enough that kind of ah, just scampers out of the way. (laughs) Yeah, and just goes like as the force erupts, literally Stilton just flies into the air and kind of like tumbles to the ground, probably about 30 or so feet away. And as the ice and kind of frost clears from the air, you now see the massive form. The shadow through this kind of fog steps through and you see Frigidish the Harsh, her teeth bared. Hand over all you have, and perhaps I won't freeze you where you stand. I'm not very hungry right now. Perhaps you'll be a bit of meal prep. Sure thing. By the way, as I'm digging my bag, so lovely to meet you. Um, really beautiful lair, and uh, thank you so much for seeing us on such short notice. Give me a persuasion check. This is another, okay. like, DC 10 just trying to... Mood set. Mood set here. <laughs> Not necessarily going to kill you. You are looking through your bag, so she sees that you're doing the work. You do see Erza kind of gripping hers, her skin turning a little purple, and she's like, like my literal worst enemy is standing right in front of me, and I'm just going to pretend that everything's cool. I will just reach into my bag real normal-like. Uh... I still have minus one in my Christmas check. You do, but you know what? I'll say er- you have advantage because of Erza. Okay, Erza, that one was albeit a nine, hesitantly. Which would have been an eight. So close. Not terrible, though. And that one's a nat one. Okay, so with advantage, you have an eight. You see that she kind of bears over you. You can already tell that she is not buying the bullshit. This is Word. that, though she's not swinging her tail at you yet, you know that from the start. She is doubtful. And that makes sense. You are tiny folk, after all. For sure. Uh, And as you reach into your bag, the bag of holding kind of works like a summoning situation. You basically get to be like, I don't feel anything until I touch the thing I'm looking for. Right. So what are you looking to pull out of the bag? I um, would like to think that I have still a lot of my gold that I won from the drinking contest Mm -hmm. in the individual bags and so I'd like to start kind of by like pulling out like bags of 100 gold at a time and like kind of like putting them forward like stacking them up at my feet okay give me a perception check okay uh you do see Bikamit now has kind of crawled over some of the rubble see my lord see they are here just like I promised is this based on sight no this is based on touch okay 13 plus 4, so 17. The bags feel lighter. <gasps> Erza. Erza is uh, doing the same as you. You see that she's kind of watching your lead, seeing you're pulling out bags of gold, and she starts doing the same. So cocked. Landed so cocked. on top of my other dice. <laughs> a thousand dice. Like a throne. Um, that is a 13 plus her perception. It's over 15 as well. She like takes out the first bag and kind of jingles it normally you would expect a jingle um or jangle but you hear kind of the sound of hard objects hitting other hard objects like it's like a kind of like tapping noise more than 
a coin noise. I will open one up and just empty it out of my feet, just so that I can figure out what I'm dealing with here. Um, so that way I can pivot if it's like, if I'm like, oops, wrong bag. Um, and tell me, are you doing this like, oops, like you're spilling it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a deception check and I'll say with advantage. Okay. See, it's like inspecting the bag. Ah, uh, yes, we have lots of gold for you. And jewels. And jewels. And magical items. All things I'd love to give. Oh, with advantage, you With said? advantage. Nat 20. That's a really good deception check. As you pour all of this gold out, do you know what gelt is? Yes. For those of you who don't, uh, <laughs> gelt is a, um, it is chocolate coins wrapped in gold foil. Uh, and the moment you like you pour them out, you're like, oops, I'm so sorry. Like you bend over and begin to inspect it and you like feel the foil bend and you see that all of your gold has been turned into chocolate. Oh, and now God. you realize it's what happened shard. when the shard surged last time and it didn't succeed. <laughs> I'm blown away. I immediately go, oh, sorry. Those are our rations. Uh, I dig in my pack again. Um, Erza watches a tear fall out of my eye. Erza, I need you to give me an insight check for Erza. Yeah. Oh, oh my God, Noah. And also, you can remove all of the money you have from your pack. <laughs> Fuck. I'm so sorry. 13. 13. You see Erza kind of trying to look like everything's fine. She knows the kind of, you know, you guys are on the same page. She knows that you're trying to appease this dragon who she despises. She's like, I hate this, but I got to keep my cool. But you watch that she is getting dangerously close. And she, at this point, like looks up to you and gives you a like, what the fuck kind of look. Um, I give her a look that could only, only if you could read my mind, would say <laughs> I said a million times, let's not use a shard. Uh, um, her eyes kind of go down to, looks a little inappropriate, but your chest where she knows <laughs> the shard is hiding. Right. Um, and you also- I swallow hard. <laughs> feel the shard kind of tuck in a little deeper, um, sensing that something is kind of off. Uh, and a reminder, I assume that the clone body of the shard is either in your jacket or in the bag of holding. Did yeah, have... I think I have them in like two. I have the shard in one jacket pocket and then I probably put the clone in my other jacket pocket. So you've got like two big bumps. Yeah, exactly. in, like, in my denim, Close to yeah. your like, <laughs> armpits. Um, okay, so you are like guys are kind of scrambling. You see Frigid just kind of looks down and goes, I'm waiting and slams her hand again. Uh, give me a dexterity saving throw. Three. You take 13 damage as she hits the ground and icy stalactites <laughs> crash and shower you and Erza. Erza rolls a 17. She doesn't take any damage as the two of you kind of like try and dive in opposite directions. She stalks over to you. What are you offering me? Sorry, just forgot where I put it for a second. Um, This jewel from a wizard very far north of here. And I am going to take out the clone of the shard and put it down on the ground and, like, take a step back. Okay. For your reference, Tinderdick is technically southwest Southwest. of your location. Southwest of here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I got, sorry, I got mixed around. I've been traveling a lot. (laughs) I understand. The mountains can be confusing for foolish, tiny folk. Absolutely, ma'am. Give me a persuasion or deception check. Okay. Erza's going to give you advantage as she comes over. This is one of our most prized possessions. It is it is priceless amongst the dwarves. 
It is certainly completely unique. Nine. Nine. I rolled a six and a ten. She kind of leans forward. You're getting a closer look at these injuries, and you see how deep the gashes are. You see that, like, as she bends, though she tries to hide it, there's clearly a wince of pain in her movement. She kind of looks... Interesting. Pigment! And you see Pigment run over. Yes, my lady! With the others. And you see Bickerman kind of tentatively kind of crawls over and picks up the, the shard, which is pretty big in his hands, kind of stumbles back and kind of crawls, falls over the ice and has to like scramble up to go put it inside the horde. She turns her attention to Erza and then back to you. More, if you want to live. Yes, ab- absolutely. Um, that brings me to kind of a, a, a different point of mine, which is that I have... I have a lot of things of value, but um, they're not necessarily material. Some of them are material, but I think that I have a way to aid you. Give me a persuasion check with advantage. Erza looks to you and looks up to her. I know that we have not always agreed. I know that my people are directly at war with your people, but... Good job bringing that that one up, Erza. Listen, sometimes you have to base things in truth in order to succeed. I know that what this half-orc is saying is true. She carries very valuable information. Okay, 18 minus 1, 17. Frigidich, her eyes watching Pikamint go over and, like, carefully place the shard. It stumbles a little bit, picks it up again, places it delicately, like, all the while looking back at her. She's like... (laughs) parents are like can you go put this away but they really didn't trust you in the first place to carry it um and you see she turns her attention to you i'm listening thank you so much for your time i'm so nervous (laughs) it's a ghost me too (laughs) um first i wanted to ask and i'm sorry if this is not of my station but are you okay i noticed that Um, You have a scratch, and uh, my party would be willing to expend some healing if um, it was of interest to you. Roll a persuasion check with advantage. Okay. Fourteen. Fourteen. She eyes both of you. You can tell that, even without an insight check, that this is someone who's incredibly proud Mm -hmm. and even acknowledging... The fact that she is wounded is something that would normally get a rise out of her. Um, And you see kind of she narrows her blue eyes before. (sighs) Anakra's minions. (sighs) Fine. Heal me. If that is what you mean to do. If you do anything else, you will join Rhymeworm. As a statue. Um, I'm gonna look over to Erza and in that moment, like, kind of question her with my eyes. Like, does she have any healing? Because if she doesn't, then I'm gonna try and tap the shard for one of their. Um, they can do divine healing now, right? 
Um, yes, they can. Uh, they don't have that once a day. Oh, they use the once a day, but having unlocked divine healing means you can now roll Try on like cleric and other kind of spell lists, okay. whereas before it was basically wizard and sorcerer primarily. Okay. Um, let me just check. Erza kind of looks to you. <laughs> you offer healing, and Erza goes, is like nodding, and then kind of realizes what you're talking <laughs> about. And looks to you and is like, what? <laughs> like, uh, and then quickly turns back to um, Frigidich. Yeah, I, um, she kind of takes a moment. I have, yeah, um, she goes over and you see that she very, very cautiously puts her hands on just like the massive foot of Frigidich and goes, okay, I got this. Um, trying to focus her magic, trying not to like let it all get a rise out of her despite how intense the situation is mm -hmm. um, and she is going to cast Cure Wounds at a third level Okay. Um, and you watch as this holy light begins to glow and this healing energy kind of just slightly knits up some of the wounds obviously right. this is a massive creature and these yeah. wounds are at many of them scars at this point mm -hmm. but you see some of that like the wincing eeriness of someone who is dealing with chronic pain kind of right. alleviated slightly so she kind of looks to the two of you um my queen i'm sorry but you said anacra's minions where i'm from we don't know a whole lot about dragons and we kind of are told that they're all one force is that not the case we are a united force i am loyal to anacra but Give me a persuasion check. Okay. Gonna be a lot of those today. Yeah. And Erza is gonna give you a bardic. Okay, cool. Okay, with my minus one and the bardic, it's gonna be a 19. <sighs> I hate that red beast! And her tail cracks out again. You see another, like, blast of ice as she shatters a nearby chunk. He thinks he's so smart. The coward won't even leave his stupid beautiful hoard of treasure that should be mine and would be if I really, really, really wanted to go and get it. Right, right. I mean, if there's any treasure left, right? Because of the robberies? Robberies? What do you mean? Well, everyone's talking about it in the... I'm, I'm from the capital. Um, <clears throat> just, by the way, my name is uh, Gorgonzola. I don't care. Okay. Um... Well, everyone's talking about how there was um, a extremely precious object stolen from Anacris Horde right under his sleeping maw. You see that there is like a glint of mischief in her eye. <laughs> oh, mm, I wonder. Um, she kind of looks at her horde. He's always hated my ambition. Hated that I wanted to be his equal after the others fell. I first thought... And you see, she kind of looks fondly off. No, but he is stronger. I... His forces outnumber mine. Last time I questioned him, he sent them here. My minions cannot even handle a dwarf and a half-orc. And she, like, snarls over at Bickament, who at this point is, again, cowering. Oh, please! Your minions were a force to be reckoned with. Don't think that Rhyme Worm, you know, let me just walk here. But, um, he has also told you, right, that, uh, that you're in danger? Your life? Hmm. 
What do you feel Zola is trying to convey? Do you think that she is trying to persuade? Or do you think that she is trying to intimidate? No, persuade. Okay, give me a persuasion check with advantage. Six. Six. You lie! She begins to approach you closer. Her massive head is now right before yours, and her eyes kind of look down over her long nose. I could never be in danger. I'm far stronger than anyone. Not even a necro can take me down. His minions, yes, they came here, but I took care of them. Oh, yeah, no, not, I didn't mean his minions. Those are clearly would not be able to take you on. I'm talking about um, the beholder living in Aurelia, who's trying to destroy all of the dragons. Erza whips her head towards yours. You see Pikamint goes, what? <laughs> From far off in the cavern. Um, and you see that there is a visible jerk back uh, of like in shock. He is aware of a threat like that, right? Oh, yes. Paragon. Ah, so you know her. Yes. Quite a nuisance. Quite a pain. Agreed. What do you offer, half-orc? The information you have provided is not nearly enough to spare your life. Well, what if I told you that I had something that could aid you in evading Anakra's view, in a way? What do you mean? And I'll take off the amulet of proof against detection and location and hold it forward and say, I imagine the chain could be lengthened. I'll probably put a few more links in there, but it prevents, as far as I know, anyone from seeing magically your position, your location. I don't know why you might want that, but maybe you would. A toe ring that prevents against scrying. She kind of like looks at it slightly. Give me a persuasion check with advantage. For his lowly minions to come and try and attack you. You know, they gotta know your location. Seven. If I cannot leave, this has no use to me. And then she kind of looks around. I I choose to be here, but they know I'm here. Uh, and you kind of see she looks around. What else? What else? All right. Well, pivot. Here's uh, the flail of your general who you sent after me. You can have this back. I don't even have any use for that. You pull it out of the bag and place it before her and a clawed hand <laughs> grabs it and throws it over her shoulder and you watch as it <laughs> like the ball of it stick into the wall and hang there. I've got some talents. I'm kind of an errand boy, if you will. I might be stopping by Anacra's in the next couple days. Is there anything that I could, I don't know, pick up for you while I'm there? Maybe Beekamont comes with me, you know? And then he reports back afterwards and tells you how our trip went. Do you even know how to get to his horde? No, that's where you come in. Give me a persuasion check with advantage. Okay. Erza, I do have this map. <laughs> Erza goes, we have a map, but... Of course, your wisdom is essential. We need your help. The plan is nothing without you. Without you, it's nothing. So true. 
Oh, yes. Okay. 18. She looks past you towards the entrance of the cave. Six peaks, the highest of this range. Each wants a throne for us to perch upon. That was until the nasty little dwarves came and looking for jewels and gold and mithril, building their homes in the mountains of our territory. All have been abandoned but mine and the third, Deathmonger's Den. Avarici is built in the caldera in the old ruins of Lavastrum. His lair is the center, the core of it all, deep beneath. The chamber was once filled with magma, but now his presence, he's been able to inhabit this space. There is only two ways in, through the city or through the plane of fire. (laughs) (laughs) Still in. in. Wow. And which of those would you suggest? Are either of those handicap accessible? I don't really think the horde is accessible. Actually, it is kind of on a ramp. So yes, it is accessible. Okay. Great. Well, um, yeah, I'd be happy to take a look if there's anything that, you know, that you're looking for, that you're interested in, uh, Anakar kind of took something from my friend, so. Well, well, well. You say that he was robbed. Yes, about... Can I think of, like, a day number? (laughs) You have been in the mountains for almost a month, so probably about a little over a month. Like, you know, maybe a month, month and a half, two months at the latest. It's been about, let's say, 45 days or so. Interesting. That long enough for word to spread? The fool is weak, trying to hide information from me so I don't try something again. You see, she kind of snarls and looks around. He must be distracted. I've heard he's furious. He's the worst. He sounds like the worst. He's the worst! He sounds like the absolute worst, truly. I've never heard of a more terrible boyfriend. And she kind of, like, looks uh, wide-eyed. I if you can even idea. call us that. And she, like, looks off in the distance. Oh, he never DTR'd? <sighs> never had that stupid, stupid crown and the stupid stone and still never proposed. Stone? The crown jewel of Alethea. Ah, uh, right. The evoker stone. A lovely ruby promised but never delivered. And you see another crack of her tail and like a huge chunk of ice falls down near you. Give me a dexterity saving throw. Seven. You take 10 damage um, as ice blasts you. Ertza is far enough away at this point that she just like puts a hand up to her face and kind of blocks it. (laughs) What? I didn't hear that. I'm good. You're tiny. Vocal cords are so small I can barely hear what you're saying. Um, Do you think that he's keeping it for himself or was he just never you know dragon enough to actually get his paws on it claws sorry talents give me a persuasion check with advantage <laughs> okay 15 both easily both he consumed the stone and promised to give it to me along with the crown as a symbol of our relationship 
of me to come up here and oversee the skies while he oversaw the caves, but he never fulfilled his promise. How many years ago was that? <sighs> Long time. Centuries. Centuries and no stone? Centuries and no stone, she roars. <laughs> um, you see Ansel goes, outrageous! <laughs> looks to you, she's like, I cannot believe this is working. Um, so Frigidich kind of, as she like is now like kind of huffing and puffing and like walking around her space. How can I trust you? That your information is is true, and you're not just trying to send me in or cause a rift between me and my other leader. Well, it would be really coincidental if you know I just showed up. I mean, you could verify this information maybe somehow that the crown is missing. Um, you know, Beekament could come with us and maybe confirm that, or I don't know. Can you can you read my mind? No, I can't. I'm not the magic one. That was Gangren. Um, shit, I'm trying to think of, like, if I have any way to prove myself to her. As you're kind of trying to think, is there evidence I can give, you see that there's, like, almost a wake-up in her mind as she kind of shakes her head and goes, Was that all you had to offer? Information? My flail? A rhinestone? Guilt? <laughs> Chocolate coins. Those those were our rations. Um, and also, you know, uh, that errand I mentioned. There's nothing you want from that. You don't want someone to go. You know, how can you? No, you can't trust Beekament to go to Anacris Horde, go digging through and see if he's got the Evoker Stone or not. I mean, is Beekament gonna do that and live to tell the tale and come back to you and honestly? give you the real answer? I would, my queen, I would. I'm incredible. You saw I brought in these, these. And then you see Bickerman looks to you. Wait a minute, my lady. They have not given you everything. I know they have another friend hiding in their jacket. <laughs> and you see Frigidich goes, what does he speak of? Uh, my lady, the kobold is a fucking idiot. Uh, he will recall that, uh, the first or second thing I pulled out of my jacket was the stone from my breast pocket. He's just forgetting what he saw. No, 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 I saw you made two of them! There's two! Just screaming from the other side of the cavern. He she hit goes, his Silence. head on the tower, my uh lady. <laughs> You are going to roll a deception check now. Okay, yeah. You are not going to have advantage on this. This is actually going to be a contested deception check. Okay. He is going to roll persuasion. You're going to roll deception. Frigidich is looking between the two of you, tends to lean towards Bikament, obviously doesn't fully trust him, does not believe that <laughs> perhaps he was able to really bring you in, but right. definitely is like, this is like my minion. Casually standing here, giving back her flail, having bested rhyme worm. I'm like, come on, this guy's a fucking like... <laughs> Okay. Pikmin mm -hmm. also has a minus one okay. to charisma. Come on, Pikmin, roll a ten. <laughs> that is a fourteen. Minus one, thirteen. 
she turns back towards you. What else do you have? You see she steps forward. Her hand goes to swipe at you. Oh. That's a natural 20. <gasps> what the fuck? She's only doing one attack on you. Right. Um, but I do need you to give me an opposed athletics check. It seems like she's almost trying to grapple you with her claw. Okay. 26 athletics. 27 damage as this claw rakes down upon you, kind of tearing the amulet of non-detection from your hand, essentially, which you are still attuned to, even though you're not wearing it. I'll say that your attunement only breaks once you decide to break it. Right. But she now, like, grabs it, and she will roll... She rolled a 24. You beat a dragon in an athletics check. (laughs) Um, She like literally claws down and you, though you do get like the brunt of these claws rake across your chest, there's blood splurting everywhere. You do manage to stumble back and not get like pinned down by as she slams it into the ground and sending a rumble through the space. You see Eritza like immediately puts her hand in her bag. You know that she's reaching for her hammer. Um, No, Eritza. Yeah, I'll show you what's in my pocket. Sorry. Do you reveal the shard? The shard kind of like, you feel like almost like a buzz of a cell phone. Should I make an appearance? How far is the fucking... The exit's 120 feet behind you. Okay, no. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Oh, God, Noah, you have totally and utterly fucked me. You did really well this entire time. Yeah. You truly have succeeded so wildly. Um... It was inevitable that, especially since Bickerman saw the shard, it had to come up. Right. And um, you did throw Bickerman under the fucking I bus. Did throw Bickerman you were under like, the bus. that guy's an idiot asshole. And Bickerman was like, <laughs> rats, bastard! <laughs> I will ruin you! All right. Um, uh, I'm going to take uh, the shard out of my pocket, um, looking at the shard in the in the crystal eyes as I take them out of my pocket and go, you're kind of on your own now, but you gotta come with me somehow, okay? Um, my lady, another of the jewels that I showed you earlier, just a, a carbon copy, if you will, um, and I'm gonna hold it in my hands so kind of like the shard's like face is covered a little bit and oh. maybe like give it time to go like inert. If it can. Uh, okay, so the shard is going to do its sleep mode, so to speak. Okay. Pretend to just be inert. And with your hands around it, it does kind of cover the legs and tiny little arms. Literally, again, like an inch long. Very easy to just fold Some in. of your kobold must have uh, robbed me blind. All of this gold wasn't chocolate the other day. So I was hoping to, you know, keep this for passage back. But you're right. I shouldn't have tried to hold on to it. Um... You're going to give me, hmm, okay. She's going to roll a perception check on okay. this, the shard. Okay. You can give me a stealth check for the shard. Okay. Does not have advantage like you, but does have a plus five. Okay. 18. 18, okay. She has a plus 13 to perception. Okay, cool. She needs to roll a five or higher in order to, to see right. the shard. She rolled a 19. Oh my God. Uh-oh. She looks closely, and you see the sh- one of the shard's eyes kind of goes up to the top and goes, oh, shit. <laughs> and you immediately go like, fuck. And she goes, oh, interesting. Um, and you see the shard kind of realizing the jig is up, goes, 
Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my ragtime girl. Very interesting. I pin him in space. <laughs> sort of a novelty <laughs> product um, from the Empire. Uh, it spins. I spin around in the air. Um, it sings songs. Hello, my baby. Hello, my uh-huh, honey. Hello, uh-huh. my ragtime girl. Um, it does impressions. I put my hand behind it like a puppet. The shard makes their face kind of look like frigid itches. I'm the queen. I am very smart and beautiful. Kind of just like a fun doohickey. Give me a deception check. Okay. Um, Erza <laughs> will give you advantage by going, truly, again, the value in it, like the same with the first one. It's just, it's the novelty of it is what makes it priceless. There aren't many of them left. That other one, if we're being honest, was the, uh, like a prototype. It was not yet active. This one is the active one. <laughs> and she's going to give her last bardic to you. Oh, so shit. you can add okay. a D8 to it. Okay. Wait, so do I have advantage or no? You do have advantage, but okay. she's also giving you a bardic. Because okay. she's like, this, this is bad. <laughs> oh, shit. A nat 20. Hell <laughs> fucking yes. I'll save that bardic. Hello, my baby. Me, hello, hello, my honey. honey. Hello, my ragtime <laughs> girl. We all do kicks. <laughs> um, it's a, uh, hello, my baby. <laughs> like, jumping over to you. Um, I'm s- bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a performance check with advantage. <laughs> And it's just gonna do the same. I rolled a seven and an eight. I'm in a lot of pain. Oh, and I have minus one in performance, so a six. Erza does a lot oh, better. Erza does a lot better to you, and you could see that like she she's the one kind of carrying the slack. She gets her arm under yours and kind of is like propping you up a little the bit. The PTSD <laughs> of having been attacked by two dragons now. Like I barf in my mouth a little bit. And swallow it. Uh, um, you see Frigidicious mildly amused. <laughs> uh, she goes, My, you tiny folk are strange. I will take it. And in return, I will let you live. Thank you. The information you have given is quite interesting. Tell me, have you ever considered yourself minion material? I'm literally here telling you that I am better minion material than any of your minions. I'm not trying to shit on your minions. They're great. It's just that I have things to offer you that none of them can offer you. Bikamint looks so hurt. You see in the distance, Bikamint does the classic, like, <laughs> but hand over the mouth and turn away. Um, I and still need to comfort him. <laughs> Fritcher just goes, very useless, nodding along with you. <laughs> uh, still and goes over. what I'm over. saying. If you want me to pick up anything, you know, I know we're, we're about to part ways here, but if you would like me to, you know. Get anything from Knackers if you want me to ask, you know, ask him anything or tell you, you know, report back. And what does your friend seek from the Horde? And you see she turns her attention to Erza. And you see Erza is, for the moment, speechless. Again, her hand is already in her bag. A family heirloom that was lost during the Dragon Wars all those years ago. And I want it back. And you see... Frigidich lets out a mighty laugh that a- almost actively sends you to the ground. Um, she's... <laughs> <laughs> You're mad, dwarf. You would never give anything away. And you see Erza goes, that's why we need your help so we can take it. 
him giving is not really part of the equation anymore. He doesn't seem to be a giving kind of guy. So true! Selfish! Selfish! Unloving sends his bullying minions here. No longer will this bastard keep me in this cage. I will tear him from his throne and take his hoard as my own. You two will make wonderful fodder for my crew. I'll crack through his ceiling and tear that damned stone from his throat. Pickament, ready my forces. You see Pickament goes, Yes, yes, ma'am! So we're going to do this. You don't want us to go ahead and do a little mission ahead of time, let you kind of draw up your forces. We're doing this now? It's, uh, looks and goes, I mean, truthfully, I definitely am tired. It's been, it's nighttime. Um, I don't know if you sleep. You probably don't, you graceful, beautiful beast. Uh, After but battling with your uh, mighty forces. We are incredibly weak now. We were in are... hamster ball for a little bit. Yes. Oh, the hamster ball was fun. You used the bead of force. We, um, we put up quite a fight. You see that her tail, without even breaking, looks at you, just cracks out and shatters. Rhymeworm statue, just viscera splattered up against it. I think that's my friend's cousin. I muttered Erza. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bummer. Um, Erza looks to Frigidich. I think that at least waiting until morning would be a good idea. And Zola is an excellent scout, and I am an excellent guide. If you direct us, we can go scout ahead. And yes, we could bring Bickerman and send him back, as as she said. Or weaken him, weaken his force. You know, before you get there, distract him, you know, lead him into a fury once he realizes that his most precious object is missing. Give me, and this is the last one, a persuasion check. And this is a big one. That last one. I didn't use the bardic. You didn't use the bardic. And you do see, by the way, like the shard, as she says, like, she'll take him. You see that she, he kind of, like, looks towards you um, and then back towards her and then kind of s- slowly begins to float towards her, their eyes looking towards you at the moment to be like, is this okay? Do I go with her? Um. In fact, you actually hear that in your mind as, like, the message cantrip is cast by the shard. You might have to try and cast, like, a really big spell, like a like a get out of jail free spell okay maybe after we leave okay um sorry you see the shard kind of floats back um up to where frigidich is um as she looks down at you all well join my horde little one you will be quite the entertainment tonight Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Floating into the horde where you see Bickamint is standing there, arms up. Yes, come to me, into my arms, little one. It is a 23. (sighs) With the bardic. It was a DC 20 to convince her of this plan. Very well. You and Bickamint can go ahead. I will follow in one day's time. That sounds great. Can you give us, uh, point us on the way? 
Two peaks over from here. Got you're it, going to want to get an open caldera. East, you'll west. Okay. Literally west. And you can, if, <laughs> if you're at the top of it, you'll be able to look down and see a massive city with lava flowing through it. I'll look for the lava. Yes, it's... In fact, you'll actually, if you go out just past my fucking peak, you'll see there's a bunch of smoke in the air. Got it. Of course. So sorry to waste your time. Um, When you follow, you might want to bring that dancing, singing gem it could be um, an excellent distraction and i've heard that in times of great peril they have uses that can be unlocked i said that was the last persuasion check but i uh, i'm gonna have you do one more here understandable this is gonna be flat <laughs> yeah this is trying to convince a dragon to take something from their horde elsewhere nine you said it was priceless well, I'll consider it, but it is a member of my horde now, and I wouldn't want to lose it. No. No. Well, that's the great thing. You can't lose it because it sings. Hello, my baby. Hello. Uh, yes, enough. I heard the song. <laughs> Learn a new song. Enough of that one. Uh, it's a ghost. Well, this was an amazing talk. Um, so incredible to meet you. First of all, a memory I'm going to carry for the rest of my life. Probably an honor that no other, you know, uh, half-orc will ever have. So thank you so much for not freezing me and eating me. Seriously, same thing. You know, dwarves suck. Uh, <laughs> and some biting. It's like literally you see like some blood get drawn from her hand as she's gritting her hands so tightly. Um, and as you guys are kind of like backing out slowly mm -hmm. still and bounding back over to kind of follow, you hear... Frigidish one more time. You sure you have nothing else to offer? Insurance, perhaps, that you will not abandon me. And you see Ertza, this whole time, I mean, she's had her hand in with her hammer. I carry the sole weapon of our group. I wanted it to protect us. It is very valuable, very important to me. But if it means that much, well... And she pulls out her hammer, which is a very finely crafted hammer. Um, and you see that she, like, tosses it. And it <laughs> hits the ground before her. I'm so sorry that I lied and did not give this before. Right. I kind of figured that you wouldn't want to send us into an Akris horde just completely weaponless. Just kind of flew under my radar there. No, not completely weaponless, but... And as she kind of approaches this tiny hammer... Do you have a... Have a maybe we could do, like, a rental? Mm. Yes. Perhaps a rental would be fun. She looks back towards the flail, wedged into the ice, behind and up about 30 feet. Long ago, each of us was crafted a weapon. Mine is the flail. If you can tear that flail from the ice, then you can take it with you. Okay. Ertza looks to you. Could we try together, maybe? I mean, again, only one of us is ever armed, It's so, but could we, just in case we need to get familiar with it? If you must, but I will decide who is truly worthy. Um, and Ertza looks to you. All right. 
let's try and get this weapon, the only weapon we will be carrying. Just the one. From this wall. All right. And Erza is going to roll a deception check. She's trying to cover for the tusk. And I promised you, you didn't have to roll any more. (laughs) She has good deception. Okay. (laughs) And I am rewarded by rolling a three. Um, Plus her deception is... Plus, I can't help by like wiggling my hands up and being like, yes, solely a magic caster. And I'll do a cantrip, a little uh, chill touch and kind of wave it around. Ah, yes. Spells. Ice ice spells. Kind of. (laughs) I'll let you roll this time. You can roll the d20. She adds six to this. A mere facsimile of your incredible power. But uh, it's what I got. It's all I got. (laughs) I rolled a two. It's an eight. She goes, I knew I couldn't trust tiny folk. Drop your bags here. If you need them, perhaps I will bring them. I will give you the weapon I have. Uh, Oh, will you? And can I reach in my bag and pull out... Um, the hunting rifle. Oh my god, the gun. <laughs> that I got from the sword. Can roll, I give a dragon a gun? Roll a deception check with advantage. Hey guys, is it okay? Is it moral to if give, give a dragon a If you give a dragon a gun. <laughs> um, a dastardly weapon, the likes of which I despise, and I would rather cast it into the sea, but it is an interesting creation. Interesting. 15. 15. This is the hunting rifle, by the way, I think. You see, she eyes it. I've never seen a weapon like this. Tell me, how does it work? Uh, This was created by one of Paragon's agents. Yes, mm, this will do quite nicely. So this is the technology that Paragon, I guess, endeavors to ultimately use against you. So this is actually pretty uh, handy information, just saying. Interesting. I think you uh, press this button here, and I close my eyes and pull the trigger. Oh, my Not God. Not at her, just Not like her, in the... Okay. <laughs> in the air I close my Should eyes Should I aim at her head no, <laughs> um, yeah you like raise her as I close it and there's a <laughs> crack as there's an explosion uh, and a bullet ping 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 ping, ping like, re- like literally bounces <laughs> off of all the very hard ice roll me a luck check Okay. just don't roll in that one <laughs> just don't roll in that one tell me it's in that one it's in that one why would you say don't roll in that one literally as soon as I picked up this dice I was like haha I'm gonna roll in that one and then I rolled in that one what? It's just the way my life works. All right, tell me what the gun does. <laughs> As it hits Frigidich right in the butt, you see she goes, Ow. Roll damage. That's just an example. So sorry. You know what? If you're still cool with that cool plan that we've kind of been pitching to you, we're just going to get started on that walk. You would want us to get ahead, right, Bickamint? Kind of signaling to Bickamint. He goes, oh, I, I kind of wasn't paying attention. What's going on? Uh, the hunting rifle is 2d10 plus 3. It's 17 damage. 17 damage. 
And she goes, oh, ow, that's really Sorry. smart. But a scratch to a creature like you, uh, but would absolutely, you know, blow my brains out. So you could see how powerful it is. At this point, you are probably about halfway down the chamber. Okay, cool. She looks <laughs> to you. Perhaps I don't need you after all for a coup. And before you can even make an attempt at the flail, you watch as she turns and lurches towards you. I need you to roll initiative. Oh my god. This is going so terrible. I've never seen a... I mean, here's the thing. It went actually really well. Like, really, really well. And again, I did make you roll a lot so statistically it was possible, but then to roll a natural one on a luck check... How do I not make it shoot a dragon in the butt? How tell explain to me as as a player I what I should believe. as a DM do. Earlier today I was like, I guess if I get really desperate, I'll give her a gun. But I never thought I'd fucking shoot her. Erza goes, we should go. What did you get for your initiative? Five. Okay. Erza is first. She's gonna go into a rage, first and foremost. Understandable. Let's get the fuck out of here. We did a pretty good job, I think. And you know she's not wrong. You guys actually did a pretty decent job. You incited her enough to think that she can attack Anakra. Definitely. The con here is that she has now realized she doesn't need you to do that. Uh, <laughs> let us, let's see. Um, from where I'm lying with a like dragon gash in my shoulder, um, having just shot her, looking up at the shard, making eye contact, I go, <clears throat> and like jerk my head, like, should we go? <laughs> I'll have the shard go on your turn. Okay. So you can give a command to the shard, uh, and I'll say as a bonus action if you want to do that. Or okay. otherwise, the shard is going to, as is right now, panicked. Literally, the right. shard is like floating inside the horde, probably about 120 feet away at this point from you guys. Right. Um, and it's just looking at going, um, hello, my baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so. Um, oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes. They both, oh, yes, they both, oh, yes, they both reach for the gun, the gun. The gun. Oh, man. Um, you see that Erza flies into a rage and those multicolored motes of light begin to crackle around her. She grabs onto you and is going to make an athletics check to try and just pick you up to see if she can roll her movement. Uh, yeah, actually, you know what? She'll try and throw you. She's going to run her movement and then try and throw you. That is a 26 athletics check. Nice. <laughs> um, I'm going to say that that is enough to at least pick you up. Um, as you guys begin to run towards the edge, she uses her full 30 feet. Or actually, she goes a little faster. As she's carrying me, I'm going, so fucking sorry about the gold. So fucking sorry about your hammer. We are going to talk about this later. Uh, <laughs> she runs forward um, and she goes uh, 35 feet and then she just hucks you the last 30 feet okay. with, with that good of an athletics check. Uh, and you tumble before <laughs> <laughs> For the mouth of the cavern. You guys have right. were 60 feet in. You have now done the 60 feet. Um, Erza turns. She does not have her hammer. That is her turn. She goes, come on then! Um, and is going to hold there for now. That is now Frigidich's turn. Okay. Okay. I'm going to just turn to this my is, left. I need everyone to know that I have 33 hit points. Uh, Erza has 100 at this point, which is beefier, but also cold damage. Yes. That'll go right past her rage. So you watch as running towards you, her flight is 80 feet. Mm -hmm. So you see she pounces up and her wings like open up as she just like hurdles forward towards you guys. She is going to use her cold breath. Oh, no. um, give me a constitution saving throw. Keegan and I have, have been rolling in at 20s, so... 
Holy shit, not 20. Are you serious? Keegan, baby. Keegan, and with your constitution, what is that total? I have plus eight to that, so oh 28. Boy. Wow, I can't believe you called my nat one and I called my nat 20. This is bonkers sewed. Bonkers. What a bonkers sewed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> bonkers sewed, gang. You take 67 halved. Oh. So 33. 33. So I go to zero and I pop and back And you pop back at one as you feel literally Erza standing 30 feet in front of you braces as the cold breath blasts over all of you. You feel frost immediately coat you. There's a moment as you literally feel like ice coat your face Erza and Erza watches black. me fucking die. You literally are frozen. There's a moment where your body is encased in ice as the like frost clears and you see Erza still doing okay, turns around and goes, Sola! And is looking hurt as well, but not nearly as hurt as you. Um, that is going to be Frigidich's turn though. It is now going to be Bickerman's turn! Oh no! <laughs> Bickerman is here Bickerman as well! kills me, I swear to God. <laughs> um, with disadvantage is <laughs> just so far away. So I said that Bickerman was like in the horde with the shard. Right. So Bickerman goes, oh, come little rock creature. You are a member of Frigidich's army. Come help us fight. Um, and is going to start running towards you guys. Uses all of its movement to just essentially get to where the icy wall was and is still 120 feet away from you. Um, that is going to be a legendary action for the ancient white dragon. Oh no. Um, as she is now pff, lands in front of Erza and is going to do a wing attack whips her wings forward and there's this gust of cold air. Eretz is going to make a deck save. That is going to pass. Um, you see that she like Iron Man plants a fist in the ground and slides back a few feet but is not knocked prone. She does take a little damage. 16, half to eight. That is going to now be you and the shards turn. All right. Uh, as I am frozen and then hear Erza scream and the ice around me cracks and I'm able to like gasp out a little breath and go shard and try and just call it to me okay you essentially you're like summoning it to you yes if I can um okay just any kind of spell that could breach a distance like a dimension door maybe give me a d20 roll the dc is 14 for dimension door and you see the shard goes Yes, I'll fight with you, Bigament. <laughs> and then looks to you and you see, like, tries to dimensionally tear through. Yes, a 15. <laughs> a reappears right next to you. The force of the reappearing literally blasts the frost off of you. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my, oh my god, god, oh my god, oh my god. That is um, the shard's movement and turn, basically. Right. Um, what would you like to do? I'm going to say that's an, that action. was a bonus action. Okay. So then I will just... Is Frigidich close enough to me to get an opportunity attack? No. The way okay. it is placed is that you are the literally like right behind you is the whipping wind of the outside world. 30 feet in front of you is where Erza is, and that's where Frigidich is kind of tearing into her okay. weaponless point. Poor, poor Erza. Oh, Jesus. I forgot she's level 11. Fuck. I feel like with the buffeting winds at my back, there's nothing I can really do, and I don't think I'm foolish right now enough to actually attack this dragon. 
So, I'm just gonna say, Erza, I'm ready to jump when you are. It's a uh, snarling ghost. I'll be right there. Uh, and she is, it's about to be her turn. You see, she kind of like pulls herself up from a knee, um, right as Frigidich uses a, another, or the last legendary action of this round to do a tail attack on her. Um, that is going to hit for sure. That is going to be 2d8 plus 8. 7. 7. 14 plus 8 is 22 damage, half to 11, as there is just a crack from her tail, sending Erza kind of tumbling before you. She scrambles up and goes, okay, now. Um, I grab and onto her hand. She grabs grab her hand. <laughs> um, and you see Stilton at the last moment bounds onto you as she grabs you both and just falls backwards. And that is essentially going to be her whole, her whole turn. Oh boy. You guys begin to fall. You automatically fall like 600 feet, essentially. Um, so what I'm going to say is give me a dexterity saving throw. Erzo is going to do the same. We're looking for, this is like a group check here. You're looking to beat a 15. And if you don't, then you might kind of hit against the mountainside as you fall down right. um, before you are able to do Cast any feather fall. Feather fall. Uh, dexterity, you said? Dexterity. 17. 17. You pass. Erza passes. You guys kind of tumbling together. You both literally reach into your bags to pull out a feather for the feather. <laughs> the, the only material component for the spell. Um, she goes, oh, do you want to or do you want me? No, I don't have it stocked. <laughs> oh, yeah. Throws the feather up. Um, and, um, Just going to offer you a component. <laughs> yeah, you pull out the feather. She goes, wait, wait. Oh, thank you. Um, and throws it up in the air and you guys kind of catch as if a parachute is now like holding you a little bit aloft as you begin to glide down amongst these icy winds you hear this roar echo out and there is a smashing of ice as Frigidich bursts out from her lair no longer afraid of the consequences it is technically i believe her turn yeah because that was Arta's turn um she also got her legendary actions back so she's gonna use a legendary action to ca to detect she's gonna make a perception check i need you to make a stealth check uh you do have advantage in this you've fallen quite far and there is like a lot <laughs> My of foggy crops are mist. blending in because they're white <laughs> oh god Nat 20 on the Keegan die. Oh my god. And let me tell you, you fucking needed it. KR, let's fucking go. Okay, are you ready for this? Yes. You're falling through this frosty wind. You clutch to Erza, she clutches to you. You guys have been kind of at odds for days, but there is no doubt that this harrowing experience is bringing you closer together. Erza rolled a natural 19. <sighs> Uh, with her stealth, which is plus 10. That's a 29. You rolled a natural 20, which is flat for you. Mm -hmm. Just a 20. Here's the thing. She rolled so fucking high. She rolled a 15 plus 13, which is 26. Yeah. Which is just above your average. Um, I am so sorry. There's no way she's going to spot us out. Yeah, there's no... We and you see immediately fog. she goes, There you are! <laughs> and you're like, oh shit! Um, you guys continue to fall. Um, give me a perception check. See if you can find either like a cavern or somewhere to land. Um, you also, I'll say that essentially, you know, she's going to have to, on her movement, full dash, she moves 160 feet, which is only 
like, you know, a third of the way to you, you still have a little time to make some decisions. So I'll say it is your turn, and Erza will look to you and go, Do you see anything? Anywhere we can kind of... Anywhere small that she can't get into. Hold on. Let me use my glasses. 21. 21. As you are kind of slowly floating towards the bottom of this ravine, um, and this area in particular you do see is completely ice over. Obviously, the terrain of Frigidich is uh, expanding slightly, uh, and her natural presence makes it incredibly cold, so you don't see any foliage. You just see, like, crags of rock and ice and snow swirling around you. And as I'm flying down, do I see, like, the the caldera she mentioned? Like, can I orient myself on where the peaks are? With the 21, you, like, whip your head west, just trying to get, a like, a look mm -hmm. at it, and you do indeed see, though it's hard, you do see a mountain slightly taller than Frigidich's billowing black smoke. You imagine that that is Deathmonger's Den, Avarici, the home of Anacra. You, looking around, you hear the roar of Frigidich. You hear, yes, get them, my queen, yes! Like echoing from <laughs> yes, far in the queen. distance, yes, queen! Um, <laughs> my little monsters! Uh, <laughs> as she barrels down towards you, you guys... Um, like you point out like a ledge where you see there's like a small cavern over there. Um, you guys land and tumble. Give me a dexterity saving yeah. throw. Just I want to see try if you and like land on your feet. Like squish myself into a crack that her snout couldn't get in even. You have with a 21, you actually have definitely spotted what looks to be a deeper kind of tunnel. Okay. Um, what was I rolling? This is a dexterity saving throw just to stay on your feet. Four. Four. Okay. You... Uh, honestly, it makes total sense. You, the, the group of you just like tumbles on the ground before this cavern. You hear her roar echo once more from above, and you look up and see the ever-growing size of Frigidich. The shard looks up and then looks to you. What's next? What are we doing? Make us really small. Okay. Um, give me, whew, give me another uh, check. D twenty. Okay. Add your five. Um, enlarge reduce is a second level spell. I want to say. I think so. So you're gonna need to roll a 12 or higher. Come on, Kiki. <laughs> 15. 15. You guys immediately begin to shrink as the shard kind of waves his hands wildly around, their magic kind of sparkling. You see the motes of light that Erza still has around her kind of like bing bing, like pouncing off of it all. I'm grabbing Erza's hand and leading her into like the tiniest like crack in the in the mountain that I can find. With Enlarge, reduce, you guys reduce, like, you're basically a child-sized version of yourself, Perfect. which allows you to, especially with the amount of distance you have, you guys use your movement to run deeper into this cavern as you hear a thunderous sound and, like, cracking rock and ice as you look back, kind of now in the distance as you keep on running and running, the tiny hole of this cavern leading to the outside world has now collapsed as she clearly has thrown her entire body weight against it and just destroyed this portion of the mountain. The rumbling continues as you see the rocks begin to poof, poof, the cavern sort of collapsing behind you. The two of you begin to run. Uh, is there anything you want to do in this last turn yes. in order to avoid this? I drink, oh wait. To well, you avoid can. That? You can. Here's the thing. You imagine that mechanically, you're going to be rolling like a deck save to get out of this. Right. Okay. Drinking a potion could make it so if you happen to fail that deck save, you 
do not need to. As I am running, I reach into my tiny little bag and I take out a tiny little potion and go, it's so cute, (laughs) and chug it. (laughs) And start to drink. Um, And guess what? Now we can reveal that we, I don't know if we did this on air yet, but bonus action is now allowed to be used to drink a potion. So you still have an action if there's anything else you want to do. Thank you, sweet Noah. It's it's crazy. Six seconds to shotgun a beer? Not in this household. If if you think that I can't shotgun a beer and swing a sword at the same time, you are mistaken. (laughs) Um, Hold on, let me roll that um, real quick. I get back 13 hit points, thank God. You are now at 14, thank God. Um, I will just dash. Okay, you're gonna use your full movement to dash. That's gonna give you advantage on this deck save. Um, Erza's doing the exact same thing. You guys bolt as fast as you can, rocks crumbling down around you. As you're running forward, you see ahead of you a cavern, much larger than the one you're in. You guys dive forward, hoping to avoid these rocks. Let's do our deck saves. Natural 20 for Erza. I rolled a Four and a three. With a natural 20 from Erza, I'm gonna say that helps minimize the damage. You are not completely covered in stone, but just as you're diving through, you feel the rocks collapse down upon you, um, and you take 20, halved to 10. Thanks to the nat 20 of Erza. I was gonna die there. All right, I got four hit points left. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh my god, oh my god, she pulls you out from under the stone. You guys are in what looks to be a medium-sized cavern, you know, like maybe a hundred feet wide. There's like some pools of sizzling water. I see none of it because I'm laying with my eyes closed, just panting and bleeding. Um, (laughs) You feel Ertz's hands on your shoulders as she... She's going to just keep casting Cure Wounds on you again and again. She's going to save her last third level for, um, you know, the thing the tiny hut um but you are going to get back uh literally using almost all of her spell slots you get 50 hp back as you feel she puts her hands on you and begins to pump healing energy into you you see she's praying in dwarvish um muttering something under her breath as you feel this healing magic stitch up your wounds kind of you feel all the bones that were definitely broken begin to like <laughs> snap into place it's like oh very i really painful. didn't feel anything while we were falling because the gravity is just but once we landed ow she goes are you okay to stand yeah no i'm i'm totally fine now she helps you up. I can't believe I fucking shot a dragon with a gun. That was insane. Also, what the hell is a gun? I was really trying to pull out every stop I had, Erza. I hope you can tell I at least tried. I'm so sorry about your hammer. I promise you, I'm going to get you another one from an Acker's Horde. Hopefully, yes. That is the goal. So. I'll get you a new hammer, Erza. The hammer... Is nothing. The gold is something else. I'm not too worried about it because, to be honest, I think we can make the opposite happen. She turns to the shard. Is that true? The shard looks to you. Yeah. Yeah, totally. We've never. <laughs> we say that the same time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. For mm-hmm. sure. Well, we've never managed to do it before. But right, but we never tried to do chocolate to gold. We just tried other things, to like air to gold. Right, now, now we've done the opposite. Mm-hmm. I think if we have enough chocolate, we could convert it. And also, I mean, we're probably going to grab a couple extra things from an Akris Horde, right? Yeah, well, let's see if we can recoup our losses, and then we will worry about the Horde. Right. Um, well, I'm honestly exhausted. We should just Me set too. camp here. 
Um, she takes out the bead and after a minute casts Tiny Hut. And um, I'm going to like take a look around this area and kind of see where like inlets and outlets to. Okay, yeah. Give me a perception check. Okay. I'll like kind of peek down one corridor and send Silton looking down another. All right. Bow, bow, bow. Bounces off again. Uh, oh, I rolled double 19s. Plus four, 23. You look down the hallways. It's quiet. That's for sure. The only thing you really hear is like the occasional bubbling and hissing of steam and water. It feels significantly hotter. You definitely feel like you are already closer to Anakra's horde, even though you are probably between the mountain you were just on and the mountain that stands between you and your goal. As of right now, there doesn't seem to be anything coming. You would gather with your keen mind that the tunnel that you look down is the one you should probably take. It's okay. based on you're like, okay, north is where I kind of sense still in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we can't know for sure, but if we assume that this could, tunnel continues west, that will be the one we want to take. Okay. Um, I come back and relay that information there. It's a- Thank you for going to look. Um, well, I guess... I honestly don't, I, this was traumatic. I feel like we're going to have to sleep and digest this one. Yeah. Um, we lost a lot. Yeah. Before we go to bed, let's, let's try. Let's, let's try getting the chocolate to be gold. What am I even saying? What kind of okay. sentence is that? Is that? A, that? Is that a priority right now? Yes, that is all I have. Right. Right. Of course, yeah. The shard kind of nervously looking between the two of you. I'm really sure I can do it. Zola, I got it this time, okay? No, I believe you. Wait, 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 wait. Why don't we all just take a deep breath? Because it just went through a lot. And the shard, you went through a lot too. Because you were in the horde of a dragon. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. How did that feel? I mean, uh, I am amazing. Yeah. I am priceless. You got out. You're I incredible. I teleported. I am good at this. Okay. Ansa, I am so good at this. If you feel good about it, then let's try. Too big to fail. Uh, roll a d20. <laughs> I take, start spilling. Uh, I start unwrapping a guild and eating one. <laughs> Better as hope I, that doesn't turn back to gold in your stomach. <laughs> as I look nervously at Ertza. <laughs> Ertza does not unwrap them. You do see that she has like taken out the bags and has set them. You guys are sitting inside the dome. Right. Nat 20. The shard closes their eyes, and you watch as golden light begins to fill the dome. The coins, one by one, begin to retransform back into gold. The one that you have bitten into um, turns into gold <laughs> in your mouth, so you have like two halves of a gold coin, <laughs> uh, uh, and you spit it out. Um, I saved that one for, it's like a little magical uh, souvenir of my travels. (laughs) (laughs) A gold coin that has just a bite mark out of it. Your tusk went through it. (laughs) It's a little hole. And you see... It's like one of those commemorative pennies. (laughs) (laughs) You put it in a press. The shard just happened to be the press. Um, And as the magic kind of settles, you see that all of your gold is gold once again. Okay. Erza looks in awe. Wow, this, you are unbelievable. And she like gets down on an eye level with the shard. There's no way that damn dragon's gonna be able to stop us. There's no fucking way. And with that, 
we're going to end our episode today. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Try Not to Die. If you liked listening and you would like to become, you know, an Eldritch patron, who, of course, we want to heap our praises upon, go to patreon.com slash try not to die pod. Yeah, join our horde, baby. Join the horde, my friends. We've got hella. Today, look, we have like 14 content surges up there. It's like hours and hours and hours and hours of bonus episodes, most of which are in the canon world of Emeralia. Seriously. If you want to get the tiny little Easter eggs. For those of you who have heard the Valentine's Day episode, that was a content surge from February of last year. Um, So, you know, first and foremost, if you sign up for the Patreon, ten dollars you can not only listen to all of that we have up there but you'll get first dibs on anything that's going to go up there every month it is so much fun for us to make we just want you to enjoy it so go check out our patreon and of course follow all of our socials at try not to die pod adam all my friends and you could follow me i guess at noah or at np the infuriator on twitter (laughs) at noah the infuriator on instagram um any other f- plugs anything else we should plug this is probably gonna, gonna be coming out in like end of march yeah i would love to plug gun safety oh my god definitely gun keep safety the safety on zola did not have the safety on in the back you absolutely <laughs> i don't know i don't know how if you've gotten to this podcast you've gotten this far if you don't believe this you need Gun safety. You Just gun put safety. That shit in a safe. <laughs> and also while you're at it, vote for people who are gonna vote for that kind of thing. So I guess that's All a plug right, as that's well. That's the March plug. That's our March plug. Gun <laughs> safety. Responsible gun <sighs> Oh my god. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Try Not to Die. Until next time, try not to die. I'm trying. Seriously. All hail our Eldritch patrons. Especially Anita, Ashley, Becca B, Colleen, Eclair, Elana, Emily, Jacob, James, Kate, Leo, May, Morgan, Nat, Nicola, Page, Roni, Sahara, and of course, our producer Patty, Patrick Brandstetter, and producer Daddies, Becca Mount, and Rose Evelyn Campbell. We thank you for these podcasting powers and promise to raise hell in your names. Till next time, try not to die. 